Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Astry, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Good Friday, April the 7th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 1, verses 20 to 25. 1 Corinthians, chapter 1, verses 20 through 25. Uh, This particular day can cause us uh, some concern and can seem rather strange and out of place. We talk about the uh, celebration of the tritium. We talk about the celebration of this holy week. And on the surface, it may seem that there's very little to celebrate in and of itself, especially today. In fact, when you go to the liturgy uh, today, we talk about Felix culpa, or happy fault. Well, what is so happy about Jesus being nailed to a cross? What is so happy about the agony in the garden? What is so happy about the terrible abuse Jesus has taken at the hands of the Roman authorities, the injustice, uh, the mockering, the, the abuse along the way of the cross, the terrible form of death, crucifixion, which was uh, the lowest uh, and, and the most vile kind of death one could suffer. A Roman citizen could not be put upon a cross. Uh, And yet, there is Jesus on the cross, suspended between heaven and earth, between two thieves, body there, and only by the act of Joseph of Arimathea Uh, is he given a tomb? Otherwise, he would have stayed there, hung upon the cross as a public reminder and display for all who dare to attack the establishments. Um, what What is so great and what is to celebrate about that? It confounds our natural sensibilities. And St. Paul tackles this head-on in our reading because he faced the very same thing that we face today. When you think about it or try to explain Good Friday, um, St. Paul says, the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. So this foolishness of the cross Uh, St. Paul says, to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. To those who are being saved, it is the power of God. Because it is upon the cross, Jesus takes upon himself, he who did not know sin, becomes sin itself. He takes on the sins of the world, all of the sins of the past, 
the sins of his own time, and all of the sins that will ever be, and offers them in perfect love to the Father. For it is in the divine forgiving love that evil is overcome. It is not in paying back through vengeance and hatred. It is through surrendering love to the Father that we are healed. St. Ambrose says that no one is ever healed by hurting another. Vengeance is not the answer. Violence is not the answer. Retribution. It is in suffering forgiving love, God's divine love, that we are healed and reconciled to Almighty God. So great is that love. Jesus says, no, there is no love greater than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And so Jesus, who wants friendship with us and wants us to return that friendship today, chose the supreme sacrifice that is involved in love. And that's foolishness to the world, the world that lives by the ethic of the sharper elbow. Step on anybody to get ahead. When someone wrongs you, do it twice. The best revenge is payback. Lie and wait for when they stumble and fall. Take, take glee in that. Help them to stumble and fall. It's not the way of the Christian, not the way of Jesus. But to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. And St. Paul, in writing to the Corinthians, there are those who are relying on worldly wisdom. There are those who are relying on their understanding of Scripture. St. Paul says, where is the wise one? Where is the scribe? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made the wisdom of the world foolish? For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not come to know God. Wisdom, earthly wisdom, our own ability to understand is limited. And we came to know God through Jesus Christ. And Jesus reveals the Father, reveals God, has suffering, redeeming love. Absolutely revealed on the cross this day. God is love. And that love is healing, redeeming love. That's, that's, that's what it is, that healing, redeeming love that makes us whole. But we didn't know that by worldly wisdom. And we don't know it. We don't know it unless Jesus reveals it. And that's what Jesus did. He came to reveal that. So Paul says that uh, for Jews demand signs, Greeks look for wisdom, 
but we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. It's a stumbling block to the Jews because they want signs. They want the glory that was David. They want that restored. But Jesus' kingdom is not that kind of kingdom. It's a kingdom of infinitely more uh, value. It is the everlasting kingdom of God's reign and God's rule. God's forgiving love. It's not a temporal kingdom. It's not one that comes and goes. Uh, it is, uh, and, and it's not the worldly wisdom categories. We could not know Jesus. We could not know the Father who is love unless God disclosed himself in Jesus Christ. Unless he sent the Son to reveal the Father. That's not by that's not by our ability, it's by God's grace, God's gift to us. That's the that that's the great love that God has for us this day. And Paul goes on and he says, But we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews, foolishness to the Gentiles, but to those who are called. Jew and Greek alike, Christ, the power of God, the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Just think about that for a moment. The great paradox, isn't it, of the cross. Uh, for the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom. You look at the cross and the world says, that's foolishness. It's a stumbling block. It's, it's nonsense. And yet the world turns to its wisdom and we see time and again who is wise and who is foolish. The weakness of God. We look at the cross and we say, that, that's the strength of God? Being hung on a cross between two thieves, thrown into a borrowed tomb? Yes, yes, because it is stronger, because on Easter, the Roman soldiers will not be able to hold Jesus in the tomb. The, the tomb, the stone in front of the tomb will be rolled back, and the one who died now lives. And because he lives, we live. And because he lives and we live, we can face tomorrow. All fear is gone because our Savior holds the future and life is worth the living because our Savior lives. Felix Cooper, O oh happy fault, in God's weakness we are really strong. In God's foolishness, there is a wisdom we could never have obtained on our own. Let us today enter deeply into the mystery of the cross. For it is in the cross that we are set free and saved. God bless you.